Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi everyone, this is the audio version of day three of the Attract More Clients workshop. You can of course watch the full training, including all of the visuals by clicking the link in the show notes. Um, just make sure that you either listen to these audios or watch the full trainings within the next seven to ten days as the replays will then be removed. So I hope you love this episode and I will see you in there. In case you didn't know it, day one was all about understanding why it's so hard to change from a biochemical perspective and what to do um, in order to be able to change and without having to fight against our subconscious minds. Day two yesterday was the imposter syndrome terminator day. So finally overcoming imposter syndrome. So um, you can come across as an expert that people uh, trust. And today, day three is going to be all about overcoming money and receiving blocks, how to stop sabotaging patterns um, that are stopping us from receiving more clients and the formula to shift your energy so you can manifest abundant clients and opportunities without working more. So the basic principle, which we have already um, talked about on day one, let me just see the comments. San Diego, Sacramento, quite a few people from the United States. This is really cool. Um, okay, so the basic principle, which we've talked about the first day, is we can only manifest or attract things that are on the same vibration as we are. So in other words, things that are consistent with our subconscious thoughts, feelings, and beliefs for two reasons, because thoughts and feelings have a very specific electromagnetic frequency to them, which will attract to us what is in alignment with that frequency. And also because our thoughts determine how we feel and our emotions, which determine our actions, which determine our life. Energy is everything. So we're going to hop right into where do success and receiving blocks or energetic disruptions because some people don't really like the word blocks and I would agree with that because it can make us feel like it's something that is literally blocking us when sometimes it's not that bad. So blocks or energetic disruptions, where do they come from? several sources and of course we can have you know more to this but this is the main the, the main sources of energetic disruptions or blocks I have observed in myself my clients and that uh, you've probably are familiar with so number one our subconscious mind associates success or money with danger that is going to create a block number two we have limiting beliefs and negative blueprints in our subconscious mind pretty obvious number three we feel guilty about something guilt is a very strong emotion in the wrong way and number four we spend too much energy on other things or people so we're going to go through all of these four categories one by one 
to see what we are talking about. So number one is that our subconscious mind associates success with danger. So as you probably know, our mind has one job and one job only, and that is to keep us alive. So this means that it will always try to avoid Number one, the unknown. Number two, being rejected or abandoned. And number three, painful or distressing distressing situations. The unknown is pretty obvious. It's an evolutionary mechanism because when, you know, we lived in a cave, <laughs> if we ventured out of our familiar territory, we could get attacked or, you know, fall off a cliff or whatever, and we would die. So it's a survival mechanism, an evolutionary mechanism to not want to go into the unknown. Being rejected or abandoned is also something that our reptilian mind or our limbic system is going to try to avoid at all costs because when we are infants or babies, we're very young. If we are abandoned, our chances of survival are zero. We are not like turtles, you know, when you hatch out, you go in the ocean and hopefully you'll make it into adulthood. Obviously, babies cannot survive on their own. And again, about rejection, not so much so today, even though the emotional consequences of being rejected can be tremendous. But back then, when we belonged in communities, when we lived in communities, if we got rejected from the community, it, it meant death, right? We could not survive on our own. So again, it's something that our mind is going to want to avoid. And painful or distressing, distressing situations are going to trigger our nervous system, there, it's going to release cortisol in our body. And when you have cortisol in your body, it means that your cells can literally not regenerate and repair. This is a biological fact. So each time we are in emotions of survival or stress, our body cannot regenerate and repair it itself, um, itself, sorry, which is obviously a threat to our survival. So moving on, if my Canva agrees please <laughs> okay let's um, go through a few examples so number one we might lose lose people close to us so family friends colleagues because they get jealous or envious so our brain will do everything it can to avoid that rejection from people that are the most important to us so if we perceive or if we have observed patterns in our family or friends that when someone gets successful then there is a lot of jealousy or rejection, we are going to latch on to that information at a subconscious level and our mind is going to avoid going there at all costs. So even though we want to be successful, our survival mechanism doesn't want us to go there. Number two is, for example, something bad happened when people around you were successful. So parents got rich, and maybe they divorced or you had an uncle who was rich and who was an asshole or you got dumped when you were making more money or just after you graduated from university or got a promotion so in any type of circumstance where we experienced experienced success in any form and in any area of life if something bad happened or very emotional this emotionally distressing happened at that moment again our mind is going to 
develop the belief or pattern that success is equal to bad things. Other examples could be once we attract more clients or abundance, some people around around us might start asking us for money or help. And if even if we don't want to say yes, we are going to feel guilty about it. So we don't really want to say no, and we are going to be in a tricky situation. This is worth mentioning because many people um, are codependent or have family members or close friends or even spouses who are not emotionally responsible, as in they expect other people through other people's behavior to make them happy rather than generating their happiness from themselves. So, you know, your mom who says, oh, you don't visit me. I'm so unhappy since you haven't been visiting me as much as, you know, we can understand that, but it's not your job to make someone else happy. And very, very, very often I've had clients who, when they were doing well or when they were attracting and making more money, a bunch of people came out of the woods and starting to ask for financial support, uh, which is very difficult to say no to. So just to avoid that difficult situation in the first place, our mind will say, we're just not going to make any extra money, so no one will ask. Example number four is we don't want to deprive people when they pay us, just like we were deprived at some point in our life. So again, if we grew up in a household where there wasn't that much money, which was definitely my case sometimes, we feel that, and money is so scarce, and our parents say stuff like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, or this is so expensive, it's putting us in a difficult situation, or oh my God, the car broke down, it's $500, I don't even know how I'm going to put bread on the table. We are again going to interpret that as evidence that if people pay us, or if we take quote unquote money from people, they might end up in a difficult situation and subconsciously we would not want to put them through that. Very often it's subconscious. Or um, again, we had a violent family member and needed, needed to be invisible to feel safe. Unfortunately, this is also pretty frequent, uh, whether it's physically violent or emotionally you know, toxic. Um, if we have some family members that tend to lash out or to not be, you know, very healthy or toxic relationships, we are going to want to take as little space as possible, not make ourselves visible, you know, just keep out of the limelight. If you've had a narcissistic uh, partner or parent, this is definitely something that might be the case because uh, quite a few of my clients have gone through that. So, Point number two of what could be the root cause of money or success blocks is we have limiting beliefs and negative blueprints in our subconscious mind. This is pretty obvious. We've talked about this throughout um, these three, two or three days already, and I'm going to just uh, go through that rapidly. Just looking at the comments, if this is making sense. Most recent success got ghosted. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry, Jody. And that's definitely something where our mind is going to say, well, if I'm successful, I'm get, I get ghosted, which really sucks. So what if we try something else and not have success anymore? 
this slide is totally me. Thank you. Well, it used to be me too. <laughs> and it, it is, and it is many, many people out there. Uh, because unfortunately, we grow up in a society that tends to give us a lot of these limitations. So what we need to understand about negative blueprints or beliefs is that they are very often formed between age zero to seven. And there is a rational scientific explanation to that is that, um, and it's that our brain emits um, a specific brain wave pattern, which is alpha or a different wave, brain wave pattern, meaning that in that specific state, information is accepted and memorized very rapidly. We aren't naturally in that state as adults, but we can be through meditation or if we are like very, very relaxed. Kids are in that state 24-7. And it's great because it means that they only need to learn the alphabet once and then they memorize it. But it also means that if their parents said, oh my God, you never get it right, that is also going to be memorized subconsciously. Also, during any traumatic event, and whether that is a big trauma or a different type of trauma where even, you know, a disappointed look from our parents when we really needed their love can be a form of trauma, right? So during any traumatic event, when emotions are high, beliefs are formed very powerfully, much more powerfully than in different circumstances, regardless of whether they are or not correct. Again, that is a survival mechanism where when our emotions are very high, our brain is going to kind of want to take a snapshot or a picture of the situation and memorize everything so it can be better prepared next time. So it also means that if, you know, a teacher made fun of us in front of the entire class because we got something wrong, we are going to memorize the belief it's not safe to be visible or I'm just not that smart. And in general, anything that was repeated enough times will turn into a belief for the best or the worst. So a great belief or a limiting belief, even stuff that is repeated on television. So have any of you noticed that in many, many Disney movies, we have a poor princess that needs to be saved by Prince Charming. It's very rarely a strong, independent woman making bank in her business. So subconsciously, as we watch these things as kids, we kind of get the subliminal message that we can't figure it out on our own or that we need help from, you know, a strong man or that we can't be happy and fulfilled um, doing our own thing, which is not great. Other examples of this. If you get good grades and some school kids get a bit salty and say, hey, look at you, nerd, the, be the belief could be when I'm successful, I get rejected. Or if your parents or one of your parents was unhappy, regardless of how quote unquote good you are or were, the belief is going to be whatever I try, I can't help. And which often results in fear that clients won't get results. This was one that was so, so strong with me. 
that I cried a lot about in a hypnosis session maybe two or three years ago because I had this nagging feeling that whatever I do, it never works. And that is a very poor belief to have. So I did hypnosis and it basically went back to events when I was kids where my parents were going through like a difficult situation job-wise that was stressing them out. And I was trying so hard to make them happy, you know, by having good grades or trying to be entertaining and nothing was really, you know, working. And of course, looking back as an adult, I know that they were very preoccupied by something. But the message I got as a five-year-old is, well, whatever I try or whatever I do to help, it just doesn't work. There's nothing I can do to help. And that developed into this massive fear that my clients wouldn't get results and an even bigger fear of charging acceptable rates in case they didn't get results. Other example is someone telling us success comes with blood, sweat, and tears. How many times have we heard this? So the belief that's going to form is I'll have to sacrifice things that I like or work like crazy to be successful, which is going to be kind of that is going to be clashing with the entire reason of why we want to have a business in the first place. It's to have freedom, to chill out, to have time, to have money, not to live a life of blood, sweat, and tears. So all of these things can really have a lasting impact if we don't identify them and release them. So aspect number three of what could cause blocks or limiting patterns or what not is we feel guilty about something. Guilt is a very, very strong emotions, my friends. And the reason for that is usually with guilt, we often turn negative feelings towards ourselves or we blame ourselves rather than external circumstances. So when we are sad, angry, you know, upset, we're frustrated, it's usually at something outside of us. But when we feel guilt, it's it's turned towards us. And that is recipe for sabotage because consciously or subconscious or subconsciously, we will want to kind of make things right by repelling the things we want and sabotaging ourselves. The very first question that my EFT therapist asked me when I was depressed before we started working on the depression and it was caused by like a relationship that ended, the very first question she asked me is, do you feel guilty about anything? And I said, I don't think so. Why? And she said, because if you do, like all of the, and we don't deal with it, all of the EFT we are going to do to help you with depression and this relationship, you know, the breakup of the relationship could be like not working or not working as well because part of you, because of something you feel guilty about, is going to keep you stuck or punish yourself to make it right, quote unquote. So there is also a different aspect of guilt about or in the lines of guilt if we make more money than our parents because maybe they struggled their entire lives and we would actually feel bad if we did better not because, you know, we are judging them or anything, but because we feel that they tried so hard and never, you know, managed to have abundance. And then we are going to have it. And especially if you are an empath or a highly sensitive person, which I am, we can easily start to feel guilty about stuff we shouldn't feel guilty about because we are so sensitive to other people's emotions or how they might be experiencing their circumstances 
that we feel guilty if we feel that we have something that they don't have. Let me check the comments. So, so resonates. All of the strategies are great, but if the mindset doesn't align, the struggle go into the void. Absolutely. Natasha says, the first one is definitely me. I always feel other women will reject me, exclude me once I get visible, confident and successful. It's so frustrating. I'm so sorry to hear that, Natasha. Um, it's actually pretty common. I had this lovely one-on-one -on -one client two years ago who had this massive fear of persecution or that people would kind of gang up against her or turn away from her if she started to, you know, shine her light and become more successful in her business. Um, and it kind of sabotaged her entire income. She went from like making 10Ks to stagnating at almost nothing because the fear was so big um, and it was paralyzing. And it was also due to past life stuff, inherited stuff from previous generations. But luckily, after two or three months of uh, working, you know, a lot on that, um, she was able to to um, generate her income again and even more than before. So it can definitely be released. Okay. Someone says in the comments, I got all mixed messages. One was very responsible and did the most they could with their work with pride. The other did the least amount of work possible. One was very responsible with money. The other was other was very irresponsible with money. One had a rosy outlook on life. The other saw the world as a dangerous, uh, as dangerous, dangerous and against everyone. Wow, that is a lot of duality that can definitely also create some confusing, confusion in the manifestation process. Because again, if we adopt you know, the healthier patterns, part of us might feel that we are abandoning the other parent or rejecting who they are as a person, which is going to make us feel guilty. So we don't want to adopt the healthier patterns. It can turn into a huge mess. Um, so coming back to guilt. Guilt, if we make more money than our parents, or if someone we love is unhappy while we thrive, or guilt about something we did or said or failed to do or say, or guilt about taking money from people, even though we never take money from people, they invested in themselves through us, which we will talk about more later. Last but not least, fourth reason why... Um, we are repelling or blocking success or money is that our energy is drained with past trauma or current drama. Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I absolutely love, says, you can't create a different future if you're spending all of your energy in your past. And our current circumstances are very often dictated by beliefs of the past. So stuff that can typically drain our energy is doing stuff because we feel we should and not because it feels good. So typical easy example uh, is many of my past clients in the abundance magnet were advised by coaches or quote unquote gurus to send cold messages through DMs because that had worked for them. So great for them. And it just didn't feel good to do so, but they kind of did because they thought they didn't have any other choice to be successful. And it drained their life out of them because they hated it. Um, other things could be unresolved childhood trauma. As we saw yesterday, each time we, trauma happens, um, a traumatic event happens, it creates an energetic dis disruption in our body and the energy cannot flow as it should. 
And if we have many energetic disruptions, instead of energy flowing and being available to us to create our future, it is going to be stuck in our body or around us because of this trauma that is not released or solved. People pleasing is an energy drain, family drama making us feel like shit, or letting past failures stop us from taking action because we are so afraid that we will fail again, or trying to help friends or families who wants uh, who want other people to fix them, hurtful thoughts, putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to make more money um, because we are afraid that we're not going to have enough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So if we had to summarize some of the sources that could create um, limiting beliefs. And of course, this is not an exhaustive list, but it kind of give you, gives you a pointer of where you might want to look at if you feel that something has been holding you back from more success or abundance is these four categories. Number one, imposter syndrome. So everything that goes along, I'm a fraud or I need more certifications or everything needs to be perfect, or I'm not qualified enough, etc., etc., or limiting beliefs or blocks that will fall under imposter syndrome. Uh, receiving blocks, which we will talk about more in a second, is I can give, but receiving feels awkward, or what if my clients don't get results, feeling responsible for other people's happiness, um, feeling unworthy of receiving or underdeserving of receiving, limiting beliefs in general, so in no specific category, could be if I make money, other, others will have less, where people can't afford me, or I cannot charge to help people, I should help them for free, where what if I have it and lose it all, or I'll have to sacrifice what I love to be successful, all of those beliefs around success. And last but not least, when success is associated with danger. So all of the beliefs that go along, not wanting to shine too bright in case I get rejected, uh, or any type of situation where success was associated with bad feelings or being stuck in overwhelm and exhaustion because success means that we are working too much or being afraid that if we have success, we might lose something um, else. I had this amazing client who um, unfortunately lost quite a few family members and just before they passed away, they had been very successful in their life, their professional life. So she really developed this strong fear and feeling that if she's successful, she might die. Um, and that was quite a work to clear, but we managed to clear it. So our your mind will latch on to those things. So important side note, uh, obviously, this list is not exhaustive. We'll go much, much deeper into uh, this in the Abundance Magnet program in phase one of the Abundance Magnet program, which is all about identifying exactly what blocks or limiting beliefs are holding us back for those of you who will decide to join the program. And other side notes, subconscious blocks are obviously often subconscious. So even if some of the stuff that we've gone through resonates with you, it's pretty um, likely that there is other things that you're not even aware of. Otherwise, you would have done something about it, right? And to do the detective work or to peel the layers to find them out, um, subconscious work or energetic work is very useful. 
Now let's talk about the difference between money blocks and receiving blocks because everyone talks about money blocks. No one talks about receiving blocks, but I think they're much more significant in many people who are trying to grow their business or attract more money in their life in general. So money blocks would typically be any belief or energy or pattern or blueprint or thought around money being a bad thing. So money is for greedy people or rich people are arrogant or I can make money, but I can't keep it or I don't have money, so I can't afford anything. Or if I make money, I might lose my connection with source or with God. Just saw something running in my garden. I think it was my cat. <laughs> my office has a view of the garden. Um, and any basically shitty money stories, right? Um, feeling that if we have money, uh, people will not like us anymore, or everyone will try, try to take advantage of us, or that um, we will somehow become a bad person or arrogant, etc., etc. Versus receiving blocks. Receiving blocks have little to do with any of the things we mentioned, but the consequences of them is that money is not going to come. And more than money, anything that we could receive. So opportunities, you know, love, support, attention, etc., etc. So receiving blocks are um, typically triggered by different things, such as it feels uncomfortable to receive. So if people give you something or compliment you, do you feel comfortable? Do you feel comfortable if a friend suggests to give you a ride? So to if you're going to a restaurant or something, they, you know, propose to come and pick you up. This is something that I really realized uh, was my aha moment that I had massive receiving blocks is that we were going to eat out with a friend and she suggested to come and pick me up. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. I'll take the bus. And my home was literally like a two minute route away from her usual way. And she was like, no, it's fine. I'll come and pick you up. And I didn't want to burden, burden her or disturb her because I was afraid that if I was a burden, my friends would no longer want to be my friends. And that was actually a way bigger thing than I was consciously aware of. Other typical signs of receiving blocks is that we can easily give, but we can't receive. So we are always the ones supporting everyone else, being happy to know to give advice or money or time, etc. But when it's the other way around, we feel uh, uneasy. Um, or in the past, when we receive, we lost our power. This is something that either toxic people or nice people, but who didn't know better, can contribute to. So let's say that your parents, you know, gave you, gave you gifts when you were a kid, but one or two days after they would say stuff like, hey, I just bought you, you know, that whatever, that electric train. So now you have to be a nice person or a nice girl or a nice boy and clean up your room. Or don't give me that attitude after I just, you know, paid for a new tennis racket. The message that we're going to receive from that is that when we receive or when people give to us, we lose our power or they have leverage on us or they can boss us around or they can guilt trip us into doing something we actually don't really want to be doing. So a natural response to this is, well, huh. I'll just refuse to receive anything, so I will not owe anything to anyone, which was definitely a very strong habit of mine. Um, 
Other source or consequences of receiving blocks is we are terrified that clients are not going to get results. So we will just not take their money or not receive their money to avoid that potentially awkward or very unfortunate situation. Receiving blocks are extremely common in coaches and therapists and highly sensitive people, empaths, or people who can easily, you know, connect with other people because we are so used to being very in tune with other people's emotions and knowing how to support them kind of intuitively that we naturally develop an identity from a very young age as the one who gives support or the one that people come to when they have an issue, right? And this is not necessarily a bad thing, but if our identity is that we always give, but we don't receive, my question to you is, how can you receive money from clients, especially if receiving in the past um, had as a consequence that something bad happened? So receiving blocks are, let me drink a bit of water. Receiving blocks are very often emphasized by the fact that, as I said before, we identify ourselves um, as someone who gives and is there for others rather than the other way around. And it can also stem from becoming overly independent from a young age and not expecting to get help or support from others. So many firstborn children are overly independent. Or if, you know, we had a family situation which forced us to grow up faster than we should have, we tend to become overly independent and not expect anything from anyone. Or maybe we were very disappointed or hurt because we did expect, you know, something from someone that we really needed. Our parents, you know, love and attention and didn't receive it. And because that was so painful, we just made the decision that we're not going to expect anything from anyone. And that is a coping mechanism. It is not a very healthy thing to do um, because, you know, the universe is all about giving and taking on an equal level. And when we are overly independent, we will tend to not be familiar with receiving. And this can be triggered by absent parents or if we had to be their emotional support person or lack of healthy boundaries or an unsafe environment when growing up, which is the case of many, many people. Um, receiving blocks also thrive off the feeling of disempowerment, which again, I could write an entire book about as we feel that there is nothing we can do and that we are on our own. So how many times um, have you feel disempowered because of a situation where whatever you did or tried, it didn't work. And we know that the universe is there and that if we connect with the universe, the universe will support us. Well, let me tell you that when I flopped launches, I got so angry at the universe and the anger is usually a secondary emotion uh, that goes above a emotion of sadness, which was the case in my real emotion was feeling completely abandoned by the universe, that even the one thing that was supposed to be there for me wasn't 
just like my friends weren't there for me or my parents weren't there for me or my significant other wasn't there for me. Um, and this is just going to emphasize or worsen this pattern we already have or feeling that we are on our own or that we have to figure stuff on our own because other people or even the universe is not going to help us. And that is also going to close the door to receiving, unfortunately, but it can be changed. Let me check the comments. Amazing content. Thank you so much, Jody. At one point in my life, I used to accept donations for the healing and body work that I did because I didn't want to claim it as my profession. After a one and a half hour session, I was, giving, I was given a rock with love written on it. I have never forgotten that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> this is so funny. I mean, I love the intention of the rock with the word love on it. But after all of your emotional involvement and everything you gave to that person and I'm sure it was very life-changing let's say that it was a bit out of balance what you got in exchange so moving on your priority is releasing these negative blueprints that are clogging up your vibration that could be attracting everything you want and it's important to understand that no strategy in the world will work if your mindset and self-image is not in the right place. And there was a super, super funny example that I read in my very first self-help book called Psycho-Cybernetics of the car salesman example. So they talk about this guy who sold cars and he made $5,000 in commission in his first three months on average. So that was very, very good. So to reward him, um, and to show appreciation, his boss sent him in another dealership where it was even easier to sell cars so he could, you know, just sell more cars and make more commission. But he made $5,000, even though it was technically easier to close sales. So people were a bit confused and months went by and it was the same. And then they moved them to a different location for, I think, logistic purposes where it's very, very hard to sell cars. So the expectation from a very good car salesman there was maybe two or three thousand dollars in commission. But he still sold cars and made five thousand dollars in commission, which was an extraordinary performance for that dealership where, you know, it was just hard to sell. And the book explains that this guy just saw him, saw himself as the $5,000 commission man. So because that was his self-image, his reality had to match that self-image. So regardless of the external circumstances, regardless of whether it was hard or easy to sell cars, he would just subtly and subconsciously act in a way that will all, that would always lead to the same outcome of $5,000 uh, in commission. And same goes with us. If we feel that we can't receive, we are not going to receive. So working on your mindset and what you believe is possible is what you need if you want to attract more abundance, not a 12th online course to in increase your Instagram followers. And side note, I have tried all of these things. I have tried all of these shiny shiny courses that have big promises. But at the end of the day, if our mindset and our energy is not in the right place, it's simply not going to work. 
The great news, though, is we don't need to become an inner workaholic. Perfection doesn't exist. So just releasing some of our inner bullshit can make a huge difference in the reality we experience, which is fantastic. So now let's move on to the winning winning mindset and beliefs to end sabotage and build and grow and scale a successful business. Let me check what time it is. I need to speak faster. I speak way too much. It's already 40 minutes. Um, let's t- have a quick tangent on sabotage. Sabotage has a very bad reputation because it has a negative connotation, but sabotage is nothing else than your mind trying to protect you against something it perceives as a danger. So if your mind thinks that what you want is unsafe, dangerous, painful, or too unfamiliar, it is going to stop you from going there and sabotage your efforts. If we have strong beliefs such as nothing ever works for me or each time I have it, I lose it, then we are subtly going to sabotage, you know, whatever we are doing. So our reality matches those beliefs. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And last but not, not least, if we feel that we don't deserve to have what we wish, or if we feel guilty about something, we are also going to um, subconsciously sabotage. Now, the great news is neuroplasticity, among other tools, which we have already talked about um, prior to today. Uh, But in a nutshell, small tangent through neuroplasticity is it's so, so fascinating. Each time you learn something new or practice a skill, the neurons in your brain associated with that skill gradually create a path. Just like if you walk in a field of high grass, the more you walk in the same place, the more you will create a path through the grass. The more you practice the skill, the stronger the path gets and the faster and more efficient you become at that skill because your neurons can fire and wire together more efficiently. In general, we subconsciously pick the strongest neurological pathway in our brain because it's easier. So if you've been used to thinking nothing ever works for me and you've repeated that many times, your subconscious mind is naturally going to take that on autopilot just because it's the strongest, but not because it's accurate. So that's why it's so much more natural to think disempowering bullshit like clients can't afford me than a more positive thought. It's just because the neurological path, the belief, sorry, and pathway associated with that belief is already strong. The stronger it is, the more automatically we're going to use it. But the good news is if you don't use it, you lose it. So this means that if you can lose a limiting belief or stop thinking that initial thought, you know, that triggers the belief, the neurological pathway is eventually going to become weaker and weaker until it dies and it's no longer a reflex to think that way. So the first step to do that is letting go of thoughts such as each time I have it, I lose it, or I can't manage money, or it works out until it doesn't, or success is for other people. We need to become aware of our limiting thoughts by, for example, writing them down, and literally each time we think them, stop thinking them, so we don't trigger that neurological pathway. A belief is nothing else than a thought that we've repeated many, many times. So if you stop repeating a thought repeatedly, you will basically kill the belief. 
and you can absolutely unlearn it and replace it. And the second step to stopping sabotage is making sure that your mind no longer perceives what you want as a threat, so it doesn't need to stop you from getting there anymore. By the way, my friends, many women who enrolled in the Abundance Magnet had their highest income months shortly after enrolling, even though they did not increase their amount of followers, they did not change their business strategy, they did not work more, and they certainly did not heal. Uh, there's a typo there. Um, they, did, they, did not, they did not heal all of their stuff and baggage and limiting beliefs. And this comes back to what I mentioned before, a 20% shift of energy can make an 80% difference in your life. Sometimes you're literally three steps ahead of, um, three steps away uh, from the gold. And if you can identify that one thing that you know has been messing with your vibration, once you release that, you can actually see a tremendous difference in your life. I managed to scale my business to over $350,000 in less than 18 months, even though I still have fears and even though I still procrastinated and I still had a bunch of limiting beliefs but overall the vibration I um you know vibrated or the frequency I had uh most of the time and my strongest beliefs were even though I don't know how and even though you know I still am shitlessly scared sometimes I know that I am going to have a seven-figure business so the universe had to give me reality that would support that and also just to bust a common myth um, you don't need to be a business coach to attract a bunch of clients to you and have a profitable business I have so many clients who have all sorts of niches and who are thriving in their business from you know eating intuitive eating coaches gut health coaches organizing coaches mindset relationships relationships, uh, RTT and hypnosis, birth doulas, yoga teachers, photographers. It doesn't matter because the universe really could not care less about your niche. It cares about your energy. So let's hop into winning mindset and pricing approach to grow and scale your business. You might be thinking, but what if people can't afford it? Or what, who am I to charge amount X right off the bat? Or it feels wrong to charge amount X or any kind of thing I believe around uh, what we just mentioned right here. So here is something that really helped me uh, break one of these glass ceilings. You are helping people change their life for the best. So why shouldn't you charge? Think of the ripple effects. Think of the ripple effects of your program or whatever services you have. When I um, was helped by my therapist back then, she charged me about $2,000 for several sessions um, to help me with depression. And it worked, right? I got out of depression after four or five months. And my life, I would pay right now 100,000 bucks. If I had $100,000 and that's what it cost to get me out of depression, I would have done it because the cost of not healing from depression is living a miserable life, not even being able to get up and brush my teeth, uh, you know, not feeling worthy of having a relationship, hating my job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And number two is people who invest in themselves get bigger, better results because 
when they invest in your program or you, they are investing in themselves. This is the key we need to understand. They're not giving you money. They are transferring energy to you in the form of money so they can improve their life. So by accepting to receive that amount, you are giving them an opportunity to grow because they are actually investing in themselves through you, which is very important to understand. We also need to understand that we cannot help people who don't want to help themselves or who don't prioritize their future over their past. There will always be people who say, I can't afford it, or this is, you know, blah, 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 complain, blame, or ask a bunch of irrelevant questions. But at the end of the day, there's an ocean of people out there who do want to change. And this are the, these are the people we want to focus on. People who can't afford you are not your ideal client. This might come across as a bit tough, but your ideal client can afford you. Otherwise, they're not your ideal client. It's like saying, oh, I met this guy and he's Mr. Right, but he doesn't want a relationship right now. Well, if he doesn't want a relationship right now, he is not Mr. Right, just as people who can't afford you are not your ideal clients. And worrying about people not being able to afford us, which is something that really changed, you know, my energy about this, is kind of sending them an energy of, hey, I don't believe that you are resourceful enough to figure this out. I don't believe that you can find a way to afford this. I can't, I don't believe or trust in your ability to make this work. And that energy, more than anything else, is what is going to keep them stuck. We are actually making them a disservice by feeling sorry for them or believing that there are these helpless little chickens who just hatch from their eggs and, you know, can't figure out their way out of a paper bag to invest in a program. That's pretty disempowering. And ultimately, if someone really wants help, really wants to change their life and can't afford you, between books, podcasts, YouTube, tutorials, content, etc., there is more than enough resources out there to help people who really need and want a solution. There are also, you know, coaches who are doing really well, who have scholarships program, scholarship programs or who are, you know, taking clients for free. There is enough resources out there to someone for someone who really wants to get help. People who usually guilt trip you or try to make you feel bad because they can't afford you are people who don't want it that, that, that badly. And keep in mind, what is your goal? If you truly want to help people get a better life and overall increase your impact and the impact in your business, you need to be charging what your services are worth just on a mathematical perspective. So I'm from finance, right? So you can take me out of finance, but you can't take finance out of me. Let's imagine case number one, that you undercharge. So you work too many hours get burnt out and can serve five to 30 clients a month maximum if everything goes very, very well. So let's imagine that, you know, someone is paying you, uh, I don't know, like a hundred bucks a session or 50 bucks a session and you have 30 of those clients and you kind of do the math of how much money that is going to bring you, you are going to eventually burn out. 
If we take case number two, you charge what your services are worth, meaning that you steadily grow, you get more income, and now you have way more resources to help more people through hiring a virtual assisting, uh, assisting delegated, I can't speak, hiring a virtual assistant through um, paying for lead generation, delegating, automating, while you focus on serving more people through one-on-one programs, course, and bundles. When you increase the amount of money you are making, that is when you can have a way greater impact because you have more resources to reach more people. But before we get to that point where we are cruising and have enough money, we actually need to put our oxygen mask first and make sure that our income business, um, that our income model is actually safe and sound and will allow us to grow. So adopting a winning mindset is deciding and knowing that you will be successful. So some might say easier said than done, but this is so significant because when you believe that you will be successful, nothing can stop you and eventually you will be. So it's going to be way easier to go through the ups and downs of business which and life, which are very normal instead of doubting everything or start to procrastinate because we feel like a failure taking action even though we have fears and doubts. When we have a fear of failure or fear that no one is going to buy our program so we don't launch, by not launching or not taking action, we are feeding the limiting belief. The best way to get rid of a limiting belief is to act in a way that is consistent with the new belief we want to adopt because we're literally going to feed that new belief. And as we feed it through our actions, it has to come into you know reality. Um, shifting our energy rapidly. So having the tools in our toolbox to, you know, get ourselves out of a funk so a bad phase doesn't snowball into, you know, us going back to square zero or into us questioning our entire business and life, which I have done. And it was a huge mistake that I have learned from. Having healthy boundaries and being able to say no without guilt. So if someone can't afford you, and you want to say, no, I'm not going to give you a discount. We don't want to feel guilty about that. Otherwise, we're going to sabotage. And letting go of all of the shit stories that we drag like an anchor through the desert that society or other people have given us or that we have even inherited from past generations uh, or past lives. And there is scientific evidence on how you can inherit from beliefs or fears um through you know your family it's called epigenetics and it's fascinating and how to unleash your full manifestation powers is understanding that consciousness runs through you 24/7 and the same consciousness that makes the universe where all things exist and are available to you is the consciousness that is also running through you And just when you look at nature, you can have one seed, a tomato seed that turns into a full grown, beautiful tomato plant. It knows what to do. The universe is naturally abundant. And when we can get out of our own way and when we can let go of resistance and our own limiting beliefs, that is when the universe makes you thrive just like it makes nature thrive. Also, let me drink a bit more. Don't let your body be your mind. 
So if you're watching this and you don't know what we're talking about, um, go rewatch day one, uh, where we talk about the biochemical process um, during which or what causes our body to become our mind, uh, our body to be addicted to certain chemicals that make it so hard to change. Also, nothing has to be perfect ever. You can be a work in progress and still manifest what you want. You can even have, you know, a pretty crappy energy because you're just not having a good day and still manifest what we want. We don't want to, you know, live into this utopic um, reality where we are vibrating positive energy 24-7 what a successful business is about and a scalable business is about is to be okay, not being okay, but still moving forward and not letting our past dictate our future and being able to deal with these very normal phases of life and business that don't go as planned. And understanding that manifestation and attracting client isn't a one-fits-it-all approach But the common denominator of, you know, everything, everyone who has been successful is that they were able to shift their energy and beliefs. And how we do that is some of the things you can do right now is creating new neurological pathways with better thoughts and beliefs that trigger better emotions and better chemicals in your body. We're tuning into the vibration of gratitude for things you already have because the universe will send you more of what to be grateful for. So, you know, my sister and I always joke that we want a yacht, which we will definitely have at some point in our life, because we believe we can. And since we don't have the yacht yet, we just take our inflatable watermelon, as we did this afternoon, we go on the lake, we close our eyes, and we imagine that we are lying on the deck of our yacht and it is going to come into fruition my sister keeps manifesting people who invite her on boats so she's been in Greece it's hilarious uh, two weeks ago not in Greece in Croatia with friends and like on two different days people random people they just met invited them to spend the day on the boat so the boat is on its way (laughs) taking aligned action Uh, is also obviously something that is going to help you create a new future and taking action that is consistent with the new beliefs you wish to have. Obviously, healing is a huge one. Healing from trauma, healing from energetic disruptions that are messing up with our energy. I healed from depression using EFT in only like four or five months. Um, And that has also given me the deep, deep knowing that if I could do that, I can do anything else. And it's just a matter of time and believing in it. Letting go of feeling overly responsible for other people so you can focus your energy on yourself. It is not your job to make your mom happy. It is not your job to make your friends happy. It is not your job to take care of um other people's emotional needs. The only person who can make you happy is you and same goes with other people. Subconscious and energetic work that rapidly lets go of old blueprints, healing unhealthy family patterns. Nine out of 10 times, the biggest thing that holds 
clients back when it comes to really leaping to the next level or to jumping jumping from one income bracket to the other is actually healing unhealthy family patterns or family trauma. Uh, if you know a narcissist parent or a jealous sibling or feeling that they have to pay for everyone or having poor boundaries. Feeling good enough unconditionally, regardless of what we have achieved or not achieved. When we, you can love yourself fully, the universe says thank you and throws money in abundance at you. Journaling on how your next level self would think, act, behave, and do more of that on a daily basis. Even if it's one thing that you're going to change in your routine, it's going to have amazing ripple effects and so much more. So here we have it, ladies. This is it for day three. I am going to talk about the Abundance Magnet program now. For those of you who are interested, some of you have already been sending me messages um, wanting to hop in. So the Abundance Magnet program, uh, and I'm going to show you the official page of the program and what is included so you can get like a better idea. But it's a six, 16 week advanced program group program with coaching, healing sessions, and everything from woo-woo to strategy to make sure that you attract those clients, that you can position yourself and move your identity as the identity of a successful entrepreneur who makes bank. And it will walk you through a six-stage bulletproof process that is all about releasing limiting patterns and attracting more clients. The beauty of the abundance magnet is that you absolutely do not have to go through the 16 weeks before you start radically changing your life. Uh, many, many clients actually start manifesting new opportunities or clients within week one, two, or three, or they have reels that go viral and get like 50,000 views or old clients who reach out because they want to work again with them. And it's, as we said before, when you can shift 20% of your energy, it sometimes unlocks like the 80% remaining that you wanted to change. Small shift of energy can have a huge, huge um, impact in your reality. Um, it also has the key to smashing the glass ceiling and attracting high paying clients in your business consistently. So we don't want to be, you know, having a successful month and then the next month is famine and then it puts us into a huge kind of emotional roller coaster of being afraid we can't do it again. It's all about consistency. So abundance and clients become a new norm in your life. And the bar of what is normal for you when it comes to money and income is raised and it stays raised. And there's basically a solution to every issue, hurdle or block that could come up as you grow and scale your business. But at a more raw level, more than the money, which we all want, right? But it has a specific energy. There is a specific energy to this program of flow. So it can accommodate you uh, and what you need the most support with, whatever that might be. We don't have all of the same needs. And it's about, you know, waking up in the morning, knowing that the universe is actively working with you 
and not against you. And having that peace of mind, which is going to liberate so much energy that everything is going to be okay, which means that if we try something like launching or putting a program out there or networking, we don't feel the pressure of having to be successful because we know that everything is happening at the right moment for the right reason. And more than knowing that intellectually, we actually deeply believe in that feeling supported as you create the life you want and that it's not all on you. You don't have to figure this out on your own. You don't have to be alone in this process. You can have support and you know another pair of eyes on your business and on your mindset to identify some blind, blind spots or to just give you the support you need when you need it. Also learning how to shift your mood and energy rapidly so a small setback doesn't snowball into worry or fear or going back to square zero. So you will definitely learn tools that you can apply your entire life way after the program is over to shift your energy rapidly. One of the past clients, it's so amazing, she had a gut issue. Uh, and obviously she didn't come in the program for that, but as she was uh, discovering EFT and how to use it, she was actually able to alleviate most of her symptoms, which was just a very positive effect of the program. And even now, even though the program, she when she came into the Abundance Magnet, it was over a year ago, still to this day, she, she sometimes texts me and says, hey, I've been using EFT, I had a flare up and it all went, you know, uh, it all went back to normal within just half a day. And shattering the glass ceiling. So you can attract not only more clients, but healthier relationships, better dynamics with your family members or your significant other or your family members, new opportunities, feeling at peace, starting to manifest, you know, a yacht or a plant or a new team member or healthier patterns or habits in your life, which you can absolutely do. So I'm going to show you um, the six stages of the program in a second, but I just do want you to know in case you don't know yet, that if you decide to join within basically the next 24 hours, so until tomorrow, Thursday at 11 p.m. Central European time, you will get $222 off the program or 10% off your monthly installments if you decide to go for the payment plan. You'll also get access to the six-figure launching secret masterclass. So an exact, you know, step-by-step -step process of the strategies that allowed me to launch and make six up to six figures while launching. And also, if you pay in full, you will get additional bonuses worth $2,222. And you can choose between either lifetime access to the Visibility Queen Bootcamp, which is a program that teach you exactly how to grow and scale your business from scratch using social media, how to attract your first clients or your next clients or your better paying next clients. Um, and it has everything you need to know in there, how to come up with an offer, how to use social media, everything you can imagine is in there. Or Voxer support throughout the entire program, which means that you can text me or send me a voice message on Voxer whenever you want, asking for advice, whether that's mindset perspective or for your business, and I will be supporting you throughout the four months or three one-on-one -on -one sessions with me if you would rather have that. And even if you take the payment plans, you will not be left behind. We'll also have 
two one-on-one private sessions with an expert in subconscious and energetic work who works with entrepreneurs. That is my mom. My mom is remarkable at what she does. She's had many clients who were um, hopeless, not only in business, because they had all of these incurable things like PTSD. um, And she always manages to help them within a very short amount of time. She's very, very good at what she does. So if you want to know more, just go to this URL. And it's also in the description of this live. And you will also get an email. But it's basically this URL to get all of the details about the Abundance Magnet program and use the code abundance on the checkout page to get your um, percentage off if you are on the fence or if you're wondering if this program is right for you if you have invested in programs in the past and it just didn't give you what you wanted and you want a very you know raw honest unfiltered piece of advice of this is right for you or not just send me a message give me a few details about your business your goals and where you're at right now and i'll just tell you immediately if i think that this is the right program for you or if it is not so let me um, hop to the abundance magnet page. Can I do this? Hopefully, yes. Okay, here. I just want to explain the six-stage six process to turn you into an abundance magnet because it just works so, so well. Uh, And I'm actually updating all of the content this time around, which means it will work even better than last time. Um, So stage one is the fundamentals to becoming an abundance magnet. And that is two modules where, long story short, we want your business uh, and your life to be upgraded in the long run. It don't want to be a temporary thing. And we need solid foundations to do so. So in step one, stage one, it will be all about identifying what exactly is holding you back so you can powerfully release that bullshit and shift your energy to the vibration of abundance. It's so much easier to shift our energy and release stuff when we actually know what it is that is holding us back. Someone asked, is it a weekly group meeting or just by ourselves on our own terms? So we will have bi-weekly Q&As where you can drop all of your questions. We will have healing sessions periodically throughout the content, live healing sessions on whatever topic is the most relevant. We will ask all of you. There will be a Facebook group. And we also had a Telegram group or Voxer group last year where, you know, each time you have an additional question outside of the calls, you can ask it there and you will have, you know, an answer immediately. So you're not left stranded in between calls. Uh, And in in addition to all of the content in the modules that will be dropped on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, um, you will also get weekly abundance activities, which means that you will already start shifting your energy through actionable, easy-to-follow steps. Okay, stage two, mastering your subconscious mind. We know this, your subconscious mind runs 95% of your life, if not not more. So we are going to make sure that you can use it for you so it doesn't go 
against you. Uh, so this is will this will be about letting go of limiting blueprints that we have identified in stage one that cause hustle and struggle and overwhelm. So you can tune into the flow of ease instead. When you tune into flow and ease, even if you don't do anything, opportunities start to come out of the bushes. Stage three is about letting go and heal from past BS and unleash your full attraction potential, which is a very exciting stage to be in. So the reason why you know you're not abundant, as abundant as you want right now has nothing to do with you, really, literally not, and everything to do with all of the BS that you got from other people or from what you learned. So in this stage, that's when we release all of it permanently, releasing that old baggage that people give you, gave you so you can attract clients more easily. And also, you know, learning the art of not giving a fuck about what people um, think about you or people who pump your energy, because that is one of the main sources of why we can't focus our energy on the future. And throughout all of these stages, uh, even though it's not explicitly mentioned here, whether you have visibility fears, sabotage, procrastination, perfectionism, money blocks, abundance blocks, uh, feeling overly responsible for people's results or not knowing how to come across as an expert, we will cover all of that. Stage four is ma magnetic confidence and visibility that catches people's attention. If we want to attract clients to you, we, we want to make sure that they see you. So this is going to be all about making sure that the biggest asset in your business is you, that people see the value in you and your programs, letting go of visibility fears, knowing exactly how to show up online in a way that is magnetic, that people feel the vibes with you, trust you, and then invest in you. And obviously, imposter syndrome will be a thing of the past once you go through stage four. And everything that has to do with feeling, you know, afraid to be out there or that people will get jealous or will judge us, all of that will bite the dust as well. Um, we'll also have a module on how to attract um, followers online and turn them into high paying clients instead of just followers. Stage five is going to be attracting clients effortlessly. And again, you don't have to wait until stage five to attract clients effortlessly. Time and time again, clients who have been in the abundance magnet start attracting crazy stuff on week one, just because of the energy of the decision of actually enrolling in the program. So we want to be sure that those clients who are already sitting in the universe waiting to connect with you actually find you. So you will be embodying the attracting dream, high paying clients energy by combining the best of strategy and woo woo. So clients literally run to you like kids run to the ice cream truck. And we will definitely be letting go of old sabotaging patterns that might be, you know, flaring up as you grow and expand your energy you'll also learn you know exactly what you need to do what you need to do in a strategic perspective to attract those high paying clients and how to grow your business which includes focusing on money making activities and ditching what actually doesn't really move the needle forward and last but not least stage 6 is unlocking the next level of client and abundance attraction powers. So as mentioned before, we want to make sure that this becomes your new lifestyle, your new baseline, your new identity. So you never go back 
to old patterns that just don't fuck your that just don't float your freaking boat anymore. So this is going to be about really deepening and expanding your ability to shift your energy, to get out of a funk, to know that whatever happens in your business, whether it's amazing success or you know something that didn't go as planned, that you actually don't let it mean anything and that you can go through that with the peace of mind that it's all going to be okay. So bad faces don't snowball into something uh, bigger and unnecessary. Now, if you want to spend more time, you know, um, reading about past client stories, because that's definitely something I do before I invest in the program. If you go on my website and click on testimonials right here, there is an entire section with just the abundance magnet testimonials of stories from all kinds of people with all kinds of niches uh, and exactly, you know, what it was um, like for them. So you can just go there and read uh, all about that. Okay, let me stop the screen share. Here we are. So this is it for today. We're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for following these three days. Uh, I hope to see you in the Abundance Magnet. You can send me a message if you have any questions, uh, including about the early bird, you know, um, offer. In any case, you can enroll into the end of next week. You'll get a bunch of emails telling you everything. But if I had to say one thing before I leave is... I have gone through the best and the worst in my business. So I first started the business not going anywhere for eight full months, which was pretty distressing. And then the business scaled like crazy to $350,000, which is like a third of a million. It's insane. In less than 18 months, which was amazing. But it also created this pressure of, oh my God, like, can I actually sustain this? And as you know, all of that was happening, I lost my cat. It was very unexpected. She died of a disease we didn't even know she had. It was horrible in September of last year. And then two months later, we lost my grandpa. And that was very unexpected too. And it kind of pushed me in a very not cool place where I didn't feel like doing anything. And then I felt guilty about not doing anything. And I thought, you know, that I wasn't showing up in my business the way I wanted to show up etc etc and it all snowballed into this huge analysis paralysis procrastination watching youtube videos hours and hours a day um, and feeling that i could not do it again which made no logical sense because it had worked before and now i'm back into my old self knowing that everything is going to be okay so what the abundance magnet is really about is not you know just teach you to attract a client and boom everything is fun and games it's how to know deep within you that everything is going to be okay and know exactly how to shift your energy so you can confidently put yourself out there and know that you are of great value believing in yourself because when you believe in yourself, client believe in, clients believe in you too. And knowing that whatever happens, whether you're successful in a launch or not, whether you reach an objective or not, you literally don't care. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't make you feel bad. And you just have this excitement about the next idea or next thing you can do in your business because ultimately that is what attracts 
anything to you. And it's insane the shift I have seen after that very difficult phase in my business where I was grieving, you know, the loss of my cat and my grandpa. And when I was able to shift my energy around March and April by using, you know, additional tools that I'm going to add to this program, literally by doing nothing, I got four one-on-one clients, even though I wasn't even promoting my one-on-one work. And I got refunds, which I never got before. I always thought like a fraud because I couldn't manifest refunds. And now I'm starting to manifest refunds and everything is falling into place. And even in this launch, I'm going away five days for a wedding because I have a friend getting married this weekend. And I know that I can do that and it's all going to be okay. I'm not like a slave to my business. I don't have to worry about what if it doesn't work and I'm not going to be upset, you know, if something doesn't go my way. So this is the ultimate state of opening up to abundance when we let go of resistance, fear and worry, and we absolutely know it's going to be okay. And this fundamentally is what this program is about. So we are going to wrap up for real now. Thank you so much for being there for these three days. Thank you so much for participating. And for all of you who participated live, thank you. I really appreciated that. And I will maybe see you in the Abundance Magnet. If you have any Abundance Magnet, if you have any questions, just send me a DM and I would be very happy to answer. So I hope that this training was super useful for you. Um, and I wish you a wonderful end of the week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you. The Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inespadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.